Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast, Podcast. the live stream edition where Liam ruins the intros constantly. Welcome to us talking about it. This is the podcast version, obviously, not the live stream version. Epstein didn't kill himself. Trans women are women. Black lives matter. We're talking about good news because shit's going on in the world. Liam, how are you? I'm doing really well. I'm trying this new thing called empathy, where it's literally you just think about how other people are and whether your actions or the things that you say will affect those people negatively. I believe this makes me a lefty snowflake. I just think it's (laughs) compassion you know i don't think that race or whether other people should be alive or have a better or worse quality of living is a political issue i just think about what would happen if it was me i guess that makes me mental that makes you selfish liam thinking about yourself putting yourself in other people's shoes you know what it makes me feel really good about myself (laughs) <laughs> it really does. Call me piece great. of shit. I'm an excellent person. Uh, I'm doing really well. We had a um, a bit of a deep dive into the world of everything's crazy. Uh, if you caught the live stream, good for you. If you didn't, it will have been taken down. Holy shit, we went some places. No way is that still online. <laughs> uh, but do go and find it on the dark web. Um, darkweb.com, I think, is where you go for that. <laughs> <laughs> don't Hashtag, type that in. Whoops. Don't type in darkweb.com. It's dot No, net. don't go on darkweb.com. Darkweb.org. Surely it would be darkweb.gov. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> uh, the government is corrupt and full of paedophiles is basically what we were saying earlier. That was so the I'm gist of it. Um, but that's not the topic of discussion. We're talking about no, good news. No, today is good news. Uh, because the world's on fire. This is a ostensibly comedy podcast. Uh, by God, we should try harder with that. Um, yeah. A podcast for geeks, artists, and terrible people. Ben has alluded to the fact that we are live streaming. So if you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash Convoy Hat Podcast or YouTube, YouTube haven't given us a URL. Thanks, YouTube. Um, hi, if you're watching. If you're not watching, you can go and watch us live because I don't know what heinous bullshit I'm going to say next. And frankly, as soon as the, li- the live stream stops, that becomes Laura's problem. Um, and frankly... Ooh, uh-oh, she ooh, she was a controversial figure, wasn't she? Oh, why was she hiding if she was in? so innocent? Um, see, I didn't know I was going to say that. That came out of nowhere. I can't control it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so going to... Ye- oh, every time someone says, well, you know, if they've done nothing wrong, they shouldn't they have anything to be afraid of... I'm using Anne Frank with that. Thank, yeah. You didn't Jesus know Christ. Oh, I derailed myself, and now I feel like it's my responsibility to recover. Um, I agree. This is a podcast. My first bit of good news. <laughs> we're just going to talk about good news because the world is all screwy oh, at the yes, moment. Oh, yes, yes. There are wonderful things happening in the world, and there are wonderful things happening in the world as a result of some of the heinous stuff that is coming I... out. So we're going to I talk would like about the to good. point out. Go on. Sorry, sorry. Um, I would like to point out that we're not doing this to ignore the important and awful stuff. Hmm. So us, because we, uh, if you hadn't guessed, we are against the bad stuff. We know it's going oh, on. Speak for yourself, Ben. That. Come on. <laughs> we don't want to ignore it or to draw attention away from it or diminish it. But hey, here's a little bit. If it's important to take a breath. 
before you get stuck back into telling, explaining to racists that racism is stupid. Yeah. yeah. Because I, it, it's easy to just block them and say fuck you, but if you explain to them that they are being racist and that's a bad thing, hopefully they'll be at least a little bit less racist. But we're not going into that today. We're talking about good things, good newses. Katie Hopkins permanently removed from Twitter. <laughs> Do you want to know how they did that? Uh, thing Please number tell one. Me. Uh, thing number one is if you actually report people on Twitter, if enough people do it, they have to do something about that. Thing number two, report someone and then block them. Because you don't need to see the same hideous bullshit again and again and again. Report them because you've taken a step to get them removed from the platform and whether or not the platform does that is out of your hands at that point, but then block them because there's no point in seeing what they do. People like Katie Hopkins rely on people seeing her and talking about her and aware I'm kind of doing that now if you don't like something block it don't engage because you engaging in it raises their profile it's like how my takedown of musician keeps getting views when people apparently like musician because they keep commenting that they like musician so youtube thinks it's a good video when it's not i just making people talk social media reply relies on social interaction block the fuckers Report them and block I, them, and that's how they get removed. Because if enough people block them, Twitter goes, "Oh, they might actually not be good people." No, and they're such bad people that it's not that people are calling them out; it's that people are blocking them. That's what you got to do. Play the game, y'all. Good news number one: fuck you, Katie Hopkins. Tick next to I that bullet point. I completely agree with that because I think that the only reason that she was ever mentioned was because of the horrible shit she'd yep. say. Yep. And that was it. And I think that would possibly even encourage her to say worse things. Oh, yeah. Because then she'll be on telly more. But yeah, now exactly. that she's blocked. I, shall, we, shall we try and do the same for Trump? Tr Trump's trickier because, like, his insanity is a, ma is a matter of historical importance because we want to make sure that we don't get another idiot in the White House. Let's not vote for more reality TV stars. I mean, let's not have reality TV. How about that? Let's just live our That'd lives. Be good. Or, like, read a newspaper <laughs> that isn't full of shit. Oh, my God. I know we said we would get onto good news, and I fully intend to. I accidentally read some Daily Mail the other day. Um, Ooh. And I, I've always sort of known in the back of my head that the Daily Mail was, like, a garbage rag. But mm -hmm. what I didn't realise is they don't actually give you any information. They just tell you whose side you should be on. You don't get any story. It's just this guy good, this guy bad. It was... And it could have been this particular writer, but I'm just going to assume they represent the whole of Daily Mail. Whatever. Um, the article... They're was a, employed by Daily Mail, so... Well, quite. The, the article, Daily Mail's got to be happy them representing. Oh, exactly. The article was about a interaction between Keir Starmer, Labour Party leader, and Boris Johnson, um, fuckboy official of the UK, um, puppet to shady Russian billionaires. Um, and it, there was no information. The, the gist of the story was Boris Johnson won, Keir Starmer nil. But they didn't tell you what they were debating. They didn't tell you who said what. There was no information. It was literally just Boris Johnson made Keir Starmer look like a right twat today. He made him look like a twat with his silly hair. 
Boris Johnson stood up and said some words. Keir Starmer s sat there and was like, uh-oh, I've made a mistake. No information. Just literally, these are who you root for. These are the wrong ones. Crazy. I didn't realise that. I knew that they were baddies, <laughs> but I didn't realise it was that bad, you know? Scary. It is, and that's like, news. That is official news. Well, it's a newspaper. It's, it's, it's bollocks. It's, you might as well read the Beano. At least that's a laugh and it knows Oh, my it. God, but there's a plot to the Beano. There's a narrative and a character yeah. arc. Like, everything there's... you want from a story. My... Um... Uh, my mate said the other day, because she knows that I hate the Daily Mail with a passion. Yeah. I think that was because I used to sort of live with someone who would read it. Oh, God. So I had constant experience of that Daily Mail reader. And it was, as you said, there, there was no information behind the things they were saying. It's like, mm. well, that's not true, is it? It's this. Yeah. Well, it was in the paper. and Sorry. Well, your paper's not good. Who can, Your paper yeah. has so many redactions that it's basically a front page and then nothing else. Yeah. Apart from me going, yeah, this was wrong. At least with, like, radio, people have to be sure of the thing they're saying because they, they could say something accidentally and not be able to take it back. So at least you've got to be sure of something on radio. But with a paper, you can just write whatever and then disappear. Like, which seems silly because you'd think a paper would be, like, in print forever. But, like, I don't know. They've had... <sighs> I don't know. They've had front page spreads that they've then retracted, saying we have absolutely no evidence of this. But, but on they the put it page. on the front page, and yeah, that's exactly. fine. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was uh, like one minute past midnight on a small, obscure part of their website. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the same... If you look on... Like, it's just the same sentence, or the same couple of sentences, over and over and over again, until it fills up however many words they need for a mm -hmm. thing. That's not so good take news, the Daily though, Mail, <laughs> take all of the Daily Mail from your newsagent, take it to the cereal aisle, hide it behind the Weetabix. Yeah. What's Or hide it behind Corona beer, because no one's buying Corona beer. <laughs> yeah. That's where you want to they put did, it. They did take a hell of a uh, kick in the stocks. Yeah, it was like that Heineken virus a few years ago. Remember that? No, I know. I made that Remember when? comedy. Bird flu was around and KFC had to close. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. More news, please, Liam. Do you want some stuff that did happen? Um, <laughs> so, like, we, we, we said we'd collect some good news. I've got a few notes here. Um, some of it is just stuff that's good for us and doesn't affect anyone else. Uh, we have new merch. Cool. That's good news number two. <laughs> we have new merch. Uh, if you're watching the live stream, you will probably see an advert under our faces pop up. We've got like a little carousel of images. We've got merch. Um, it's, I believe, it's TeePublic. I keep going to say Teespring. That's a different website. If you go to TeePublic and search Conversation Hat Podcast, there's loads of good stuff there. You can get face masks for with to correct, protect yourself from Corona with. If you are watching on Twitch, you can scroll down and there is a merch button right there. You can tell it's a merch button because it's got a t-shirt on it. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, I might buy myself a conversation hat face mask. Do we like... actually sell coronavirus face masks? I mean, they're just regular face masks, but yeah. Yeah, no, that thing I posted on Facebook was real. That's, a, that's legit stuff that we sell now. They're like seven quid. Cool. Yeah. And they got the logo on. Like, It's pretty cool. Um, I can see why you think that might be a fake product, but no, those are real. 
Um, so that, that's good news number one. Um, shall, shall I do I some? I have a good news. Do you have a, how many good news do you have, just so we can structure this? Um, two. You have two. I have uh, three good news, and then another two things that are basically good things that I have done. <laughs> Well, I, I have I have two bits of good news from around the world. Okay, let's go for and one of then, yours. And, and then I have things that I found exciting okay. since the last. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put this. I'm going to put the one that's linked to unpleasant stuff before the just nice one. Nice. Um, so there was a. Sorry, let me just. This was in Buffalo, New York, where hot wings come from. Yeah. Not as someone that I used to know tried to convince me. The chicken wings are not named after a cut of meat from the buffalo called a wing. What? Why would they be? Yeah. Why? Because this guy thought that they were. Man, you need to but hang out that... with better people. I swear to God. Oh, I've not. I've not. Was this the Daily Mail dude I've as well? This... <laughs> Does that make sense? No, I've not. I've not spoken to this person in many years. Jolly good. <laughs> kept trying to convince me that all food come from Buffalo. It's Buff, yeah, Buffalo, New York was the first place that sort of like we have spicy wings. Yeah. So that's why they're called Buffalo wings. Have um, some information. Facts. Um, there was some uh, protests there. Yep. As you do. As you know, protests good. Annoyingly, like one of the downsides from protests that will just be focused on uh, by people who don't like the protests. A mass gathering of any people are going to leave some mess. Oh, yeah. Festivals, uh, marches or protests, no matter what the cause, it's gonna, there's going to be mess. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a high, he's a high school senior, mm -hmm. Antonio Gwynn Jr. Quite the name there, Antonio. Well done. Um, at 2am after the protests, he started cleaning... Yes, good man. And he kept cleaning for ten straight hours. Wow. Um, there was the organised cleanup crew turned up the next morning, and he'd done almost all of it. He, you know, although I've got to say that like they, they thought about it and they they got their own tidy up crew. He could have just waited yeah, there was to do a it clean with up them, crew. but. That's, he could have done, but he's still just, cool, man. He just sort of looked and went, there's a mess. I'll I'll get yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. Especially like that's the thing that often you don't think about the impact of um protests, no matter how important or how silly they are, or how important or how silly you deem them to be. Uh the impact on like the local residents of that area, I think, often gets bypassed. So it is like it is a I can imagine if there was a, a protest outside of my house i'd be like man i just want a nap i care about this issue but i really want to sleep so like i mean good good for him for just like taking it into his own hands and that is something that we've seen from the the riots and the protests personal responsibility is incredibly important so absolutely absolute good for him good stuff and i was like this this is not the end of my good news oh heck there's this. more um did they make a statue of him <laughs> no, not 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 right now. Didn't own enough slaves. There, there could be confusion. You want a um, statue? You better own people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it got onto a local news report. Oh yeah. Um, and this 
guy had a Mustang convertible mm-hmm. that he didn't know what to do with. So he donated it to the guy who did the cleanup. This yeah. guy, this, uh, this dude, Matt Block, um, he didn't really want to sell the car, but he needed to get rid of it. So he just gave it to Antonio sort of as a thanks. Which is really, it's really weird because um, Antonio's mum had died a couple of years ago. Sorry about that. She also used to drive a red Mustang. Whoa, okay. So he's got the... So not only, you know, props for doing this, he's got rewarded with a car that his mum used to drive. That's cool. He was going to start trade school um, at the end of... uh, near the end of this year so he could save up money to go to college. After hearing about this, uh, Madeline College has offered him a full scholarship. So... Wow, that's good. Good dude, get, did really good selfless thing. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, was he rewarded for it. And it's important to say, don't do good things for the rewards. You should do good things no, for the, the ab- sake of absolutely not. intrinsic value. I, but, I was about to add, this, he's, this isn't just the one thing he's done. He's done uh, loads of community work for the church and um, and, and other things. So, yeah, don't go out and do good stuff just because you might get things from it. But That's not what he there did. There is a bonus. Like, people notice good. People know about the good. Yeah. Do stuff, cool. not, do stuff not to be noticed, but don't think that the good things you do go unappreciated totally. or just under the radar. People yeah. don't ignore it. People do see. Absolutely. So um, that's my bit of good news. That's a really good one. Nice one. Thank um, you. I just wanted to touch... Shout out to Antonio. Yeah, good job, buddy. Uh, Come on the podcast. Yeah, if you want to come on the show. Listen to podcasts. We'll send you some merch. You can wear it to college. What's your P.O. box? Um, He got a scholarship, a car, and a hat. (laughs) With the old logo on it. (laughs) Because we've got to get rid of them. Um, (laughs) Ben and Jerry's. They're good. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. I've always basically appreciated Ben and Jerry's um, because they they taste good and they cost a bit of money, which makes it feel like a treat. Um, I it came out. I don't have any information on this really, other than what I've been told. So like, you might have more info than I do. I just remember Laura told me this. Um, mm-hmm. It came out recently that aside from Ben and Jerry's, the co-founders Ben and Jerry, um, constantly protesting. And constantly being arrested for protesting. They're just going to be on the right side of history. They also... The reason they cost as much as they do is because they employ recently released convicts. And not only do they employ them, they pay them off to actually get on their feet and, you know, work towards home ownership. And we know that in America, uh, the criminal justice system is all kinds of messed up. If you want to watch the documentary 13th on Netflix, it's a bit of a day ruiner as well. Uh, as well, I realised we were talking about the Epstein documentary before the podcast. That is absolutely a day ruiner. This is less so, but it's very interesting learning about the criminal justice system in America and how it basically uh, exists to put young black men in prison and it all dates back to uh, the slavery being abolished 
and the only yeah. way to for the south to essentially reinvigorate and re reemploy air quotes its workforce was to unfairly imprison young black men terrifying which is why which yeah. is why america has the highest incarcerated population in the world i believe yes one percent of all american citizens are in prison yeah so you can't say that the slave trade doesn't still exist because you because you you don't have banging rights. people up for nothing you can you can be worked to the bone as a convict and when you leave prison you can't vote did you know that you can't vote you can't vote yep yep that was that's what my face did as well like even if it was nope double parked nope if you go to prison you do not vote right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you you go to prison, perhaps yep. unjustly, almost certainly. Let's, we can't ignore the fact that race would probably play a part in it. By or, golly, or it well does. play a part in it. Yeah. No, not all cops are racist, but the ones that are shouldn't be. Cops. I mean, statistically, you probably are. <laughs> like, let's just look at the numbers. Yeah, that's and that's, if you're not, I, the system I, is so whatever. Yeah, I I have a friend who's a policeman. He's not racist. He's a lovely bloke. Hmm. Love him to bits. However, you cannot say that racism does not exist in the UK police system or any. It exists everywhere. In so you could so you get arrested, possibly unjustly. You are then essentially a slave with zero rights, zero living, no good living conditions. You can't get good jobs, if any jobs. You may, you may well. Oh, I'm still in prison at the moment. I've not got to that part. Oh yeah, sorry. You may get stabbed by. Other criminals, actual criminals, or people who have who were innocent that have had to become more aggressive criminals because hey, they're in prison with no rights. Mm-hmm. If you get out of prison, if you can't get a job, mm-hmm. and you can be fired if you lie about this, we've we've all seen Ant Man. If not, go see Ant Man. It's good. Less of you a day you fired than the films you I'm can, recommending. More of an uplifting yeah. film. You can get fired just by having a job and not telling them. Yeah. And then you can't vote to change that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch 13th. <sighs> watch 13th. It's crazy town. Anyway. Ben and Jerry's... Land of the free. The land of the... Unless you're black, literally. Um, so Ben and Jerry's... Uh, a, a shimmer of... Um, silver lining in in the the big crazy cloud of bullshit um yeah they employ uh released convicts an actual wage i i believe uh greater than let's just call it the equivalent of a living wage or a working wage here um minimum wage enough that they can actually get on their feet and have a feet feet and have a life which is incredible i i will pay for their massively overpriced ice cream because i know where that money goes now um yeah, I would say that it's not overpriced if that's what they're doing. Well, quite. Yeah, I'd say that's a damn affordable way of getting good <sighs> ice cream and helping stuff, out, helping other people out. I'm reading the YouTube comments. Umahua, Umahua. That's fun to say. Uh, even more good news with Ben and Jerry's is that they also sell the cookie dough chunks in bags in the freezer section. That's better than the whole what? convicts thing. 
<laughs> that, that's the real good news. Holy shit. You can go and buy the chunks. I'm going to get diabetes. You want to get diabetes with me? Yeah. Hells yeah. Um, and also, it's great. It's nice to see that they're getting arrested. I are. say nice to see they're getting who arrested, are. but you know, there's other companies going, we stand with this. <clears throat> this is what we do. Ben and Jerry oh, are I out see there. what you mean. Okay, sorry. Ben and Jerry. <laughs> The actual... Okay. No, okay. sorry. <laughs> no, Ben and Jerry. The fact that Ben and Jerry are being arrested show that they're... Because there are other companies going, yay, us, we, you know, Black Lives Matter, we stand with you and stuff. We ben and Jerry are, out, are fucking out there yeah, to the out. point where they're going, fuck this, to the point we go into prison. Yeah. Good Does that. that mean that they can vote? No, but they get to employ all these convicts, so I assume they have some kind of rudimentary militia if they ever want to like actually rise up. <laughs> but I think there's there's a difference between jail and prison. If you you can be arrested and put in jail overnight, but you might not actually go to prison. I think if you go to jail, you can still vote. If you go to prison because you're convicted of a crime, it's not just that they wanted to get you off the streets because of the protesting. I yeah, I, th I think jail and prison that there's there's difference there. Okay. I don't know. All right, that, that's my. I would say case. that makes a. I would say that makes a bit more sense, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you can be arrested America. and put in the prison overnight, but you don't go to prison, so that's fine. Right. Um, I have more selfish news. Uh, mm -hmm. The podcast is on Acast now, which is lovely, uh, because Acast are one of the bigger, I believe, UK-based podcast platforms. Um, Run by James Acaster. I no, but <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I, I, I never I know made that not. connection before. Um, podcast joke from Ben there. Rare. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Um, Acast are like one of the bigger platforms, and it was nice that the second we ticked over onto Acast, well, not the second, like a day later, there was like a slight upswing in listens. So I was like, oh. That's why. Um, Pleasant. So that so that was cool. Um, they they recently changed their uh, system. I think you could only be on Acast if you were hosted by Acast. We like to do things independently, so we're we're not quite self-hosting, but whatever. Um, so it was nice that actually they opened the gates to independent and people who host elsewhere, like us. So that was very cool. And there, there was like an ever so slight upswing in listens. Um, remind me at the end, and I'll do the shout outs to the the cities that are listening across the world. Um, because every now and again, a city will pop up, and like literally one person in like Azerbaijan or Canada or somewhere just listened to eighty episodes. I was like, wow, they ruined I their do, weekend. I do love those people. Yeah, it's really fun. I I like. I think we had. Uh two listeners in Iraq at one point. Yes. And then, like, three weeks later, we had six. Yep. So I like to think that they told their friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they binged it as well, which is great. It is nice when, like, you, you get, like, spatterings here and there, maybe people trying out or listening to a couple episodes, but then you get, like, what is obviously one person just listening to, like, the whole back catalogue in a row. I'm like, how... Are you functioning at the end of that? But the truth is, none of us are at the moment. So that's dumb. absolutely. And um, we thank all of the people massively. that listen, but particularly those nutters who go through it all in two days. You good lord, there's something wrong with you. Um, 
yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, if you like the show, you can leave a, a positive review on your app of choice, and that actually only does an positive. Awful lot. Yeah, don't leave a negative review. Uh, if you have something bad to say, um, it's at Shove Boris it Johnson ass. on Twitter. <laughs> Tell him your problems with our podcast. Um, ben, do you want to do you want to have a go with some good news? Uh, yeah, I've I've got my last little my last little nugget. Nug nug. This is. This, I think, is just good news mm-hmm. um, without it necessarily having to be bad. I mean, we all know that... Well, what? I mean, we all know what? that... What was that sentence? What? Okay, so the last one was linked to negative things. Gotcha. This one, not so much. It's just good. We all know that climate change is happening. You said it was... Good. What? No, this is bad. <laughs> no, this isn't bad. This is a positive. I don't like climate change. Mm. I don't like climate change, right. and nor do a lot of other people, which is good. Crazy because, lefties. Um, uh, inspired by Japan, okay. there are tiny, tiny forests are springing up all around Europe. So, um, <laughs> did Japan have tiny forests? Uh, That's bonsai trees. Using, you, sorry, do you, using when you say method- tiny forests, do you mean like three trees or like bonsai tiny? A, a forest contained in a smaller area. Gotcha. So the trees the are not mass. small, ah. but the floor space. Right. Got it. Using methods of Japan, Japan's most famous botanist, European countries are beginning to dot their urban landscape with tiny forests. As productive and biodiverse as any in wilderness areas, yet sometimes only as big as a tennis court. Oh. Uh, it's done by volunteers. Uh... It's indigenous plants and stuff. Um, yeah, That's I thought uh, it started off. The uh, botanist in question uh, is Akira Miyawaki, his botanist from 1970, who first uh, did it. What was this? Tree- noticed trees around Japan's Shinto and Buddhist shrines tended to be native species. Well adapted for soil and climate islands of Japan. Cool. So they thought that they would um, do that. I mean, they're, they're, there's a big old article that I'm not going to read all the information what's for. The, uh, what's the source? What's the website if people want to know more? <laughs> it's actually goodnewsnetwork.org. I was going to talk about Good News Network. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I, I big mean... Big tick next to that one. Let's. I don't see why we can't move on. I'm just going to add that uh, because because of how it because of how it works, um, the trees will capture more CO2 because mm. they're in the middle of a city, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they'll grow up to ten times faster than in a normal forest. I'm guessing because you can put the trees where you know they're going to get light. They don't have to fight other plants to start growing so they'll grow quicker yeah, so true. yeah there's um i love it because you think about like thing. there's so many like little dots of land around that like actually i know they want to build flats there but you could just have like a really nice little green area especially when like the um the carbon emissions and like all the uh, all the nasty stuff got was massively reduced when we all went into lockdown and it's going to be such a shame if we just like immediately get back into destroying the planet. So like offsetting it with like these mini little forests, I think is like really good. And I think actually more of that 
definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've I, I used to get the bus. I guess it was mainly through laziness before all this. Yeah. Um, I I now have a bike. Well done. Cheaper, healthier. Cambridge. I see lots of people are complaining about wearing face masks on the bus and on public transport. Yeah. Get yourself a bike. Yeah. Sort it out. You can find them on Facebook thingy. There's bike shops. There's people. You know, and then you never have to pay for the bus again. Well, just don't be a car. You're healthier. You're not on the bus. It's yeah. you know, yeah. it's good. No, I've I've been attempting. To, I, I Liam may know. I'm not sure if this is. I grow cool. a lot of plants, not yeah. weed. Before yeah, you, we get into that, you just no drug plants. Exact wait. <laughs> Tip your dealers. <laughs> Tip your dealers. They're Tip having dealers. a hard time now too. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I'm growing lots of plants. I'm starting to try and grow little trees, which I will then hopefully rehouse into big trees. Yeah, that's how it works. Like, I'll give them to people like, hey, you want an apple tree? Here's an apple tree. I think that's a good thing, because obviously not in my lifetime, but a few of those will hopefully become big old trees that will outlive me and suck up all of the the bad, the bad CO2s. Try and offset your carbon footprint in different ways than just v- saying you don't want to go vegan. <laughs> yeah, there's other things you can do. Because um, that's a lot. I don't want to go vegan because you don't have to go vegan. Plant some trees, get a bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good News Network, I believe, is a US-based website that just collates nice news, very similar to what we're doing. Um, <laughs> were, were, all of your facts, URL. were all of your facts from that website... Uh, no. Just that one. Not not all both of my facts. <laughs> okay, that's good. 50% is good. Um, I yeah. My plan was to go through Good News Network and steal some, but actually I managed to found a couple, a couple others just through the internet. Um, mm-hmm. So Good News Network, it, if you live in um, if you live in the Americas or you, you're in the rest of the world but feel like you could use some good news about the world in general goodnewsnetwork.com is a great place to go for like just a little hint of uh, positivity um, I have I have two actual ones and then uh, a self plug at the end um, I saw Flaming Lips the Flaming Lips band uh, on Late Show with Stephen Colbert um, they did a Zorb gig. They were in like their little bubbles. Oh, yeah. They're in their little bubbles. So all of the band members were in their own little bubble and they had audiences and the audience members were in their little bubble. And there's like a woman having a dance with her baby in, in their bubble. That was very cute. Um, acoustics were a bit janky because of the, the nature of resonance well, in bubbles. You're in but orbs. whatever. I, I thought that was quite cool. Like obviously a stunt for the late show, I think. But, like, I thought that was pretty nifty um, because, obviously, like, live music is a bit dead at the moment. We, we're we supposed to be easing lockdown, but I'm telling you now that's not a good idea. I think, number one, we need to think about what we do for entertainment. I've been enjoying doing live streams and watching live streams. Uh, I've been playing D&D over uh, Skype, and I've been watching a lot of D&D on Twitch. That's a laugh. Um I watched one yesterday with, or the day before, with Sue Perkins, uh, Thomas Middleditch, oh, wow. Thomas Middleditch, and Reggie Watts. 
which was incredible. Um, and the guy that played the comic book owner in Big Bang Theory and two other comedians I didn't know. But that was amazing. Oh, cool. Very, very good show. Sue there. Perkins. Yeah, man. Um, she did she did a charity one with all British comedians and like I guess she's been on all the D&D shows since. So um, I think it's just the official Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch is really dope if you're a nerd and want to kill some time. So I think w- a, there are a lot of events happening online. So my first hope is that we, we reevaluate what entertainment is and the nature of live events and people come... So people become more prepared to enjoy things online like in a podcast for example because <laughs> we're just not going to be able to have live music in a traditional sense for a while so I hope that if you like a band and if you've liked seeing a band live go and find them because one or more of the band are probably streaming like almost definitely hopefully not on Facebook because they evil but um, YouTube and Twitch are marginally less evil compared to facebook so in the hierarchy of goodness you can do slightly better by going to twitch or youtube i guess it depends um, if you like amazon or google more well i i was gonna say in regards to entertainment i um have recently been trying to because i was trying to be very productive at the beginning of this and yeah. trying to get things done i've not done much exercise as much as I sh- oh my promised God. myself I would have done. I'm such a garbage human. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I've stopped drinking uh, almost completely compared oh, to really? how I used to. Well, I used to drink a lot. But and was, now it, some... was it a thing that you did or was it a social thing? Both. Okay. But it you're like, probably... you're like, Matt, you're. Like the extreme of an extrovert, I think. Like you seem to thrive off of being around other people. Yeah. Maybe you don't, but um, that's just my impression of you. But, but like that that bit is sort of a positive. Mm. Um, so after being productive for a certain amount of time, you kind of run out of some stuff to do. Yeah. So I thought, all right, I'll. I've not played video games or really watched Netflix for quite some time. Whilst I really love playing certain video games and going back to them, I sort of picked some up and went, eh, I've done this so many times. And I think it was because I watched the movie Rocket Man. Okay, interesting. Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Because both of them are such, in my opinion, amazing films. Yeah. Um, my, like, to the point, my friend, my mate who I was watching them with, um, she said, I've never seen anyone watch a muse, uh, watch a film with so much music that I know someone loves without them dancing. Uh-huh. And I was, and I was like, that's because the songs here aren't songs. They're part of the story. It's, okay. It's not dancing around. If you dance to it, then the meaning of the song in this context is not a song. It's right. part of the story to help it move forward. Diegetic really, really versus good. non-diegetic. It's sort of diegetic. The, the way that they have the songs in, it suits the mood and... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So those two were both really, really good movies and I, they sort of inspired me to sort of want to do more. What was the and second thought, movie, sorry? Rocket Man and... Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, right, okay. The Queen, yeah. the Queen Freddie Mercury Freeman. one. And like they inspired me to want to like do more and create more, and I thought, why? Why am I? Granted, I love certain video games and I love certain series and movies, but why am I just watching the same stuff? 
over and over again? Why am okay. I doing the same things over and over again when there are things out there that... I mean, those movies have been out for a while, mm. I believe. I'd never seen them. So I feel that, like, why am I sitting and not doing stuff that I've done many times before and just sort of stagnating when there are such inspirational, new, exciting things? Yeah, yeah I, I would absolutely echo your point about if, if, you're, if you're bored, if you feel like you have exhausted the stuff that you watch, there is so much stuff on there. I would encourage people... It's tricky because if you're listening to this podcast, you're already aware of what podcasts are and you're probably already aware that there's some stuff on the internet now. <laughs> so if you have family members, perhaps, or friends who are bored of actual telly or actual radio or Netflix or Audible or whatever, there is so much stuff online. A lot of it's really good. There's, if you like Fallout, for example, you might still be down on Fallout because of 76 because there's not an awful lot of game there. I'm still playing it, I'm having a great time, but I know a lot of people have played it and are bored of it. There is a great... Ah, oh, bugger, I can't remember the name of it. It's a series, like a short YouTube series, based in the Fallout world. I think it came out around the time of New Vegas, so it's very sandy, and like it's dope. It's super indie, but it's so, so good. And it doesn't feel indie at all. It feels like an actual like Netflix quality show. It's it's called Fallout something. Uh, let's see if I can find it. There it is. It's called Fallout Nuka Break. I believe it's still Ooh. all up on YouTube. Three series, 15 episodes, including a pilot and a special. Really bloody good. The second point I wanted to make about entertainment and gigs and stuff is... Obviously, because we're based indoors and that can be quite horrible and it, it makes us reflect on a lot of the crappy stuff that's happened to us as individuals over the years, something that's happening a lot, which is good and bad, is that people are being called out for all the hideous stuff they've done. And we've seen that with Black Lives Matter. We've seen that with um, companies taking a stance on issues. We've seen some previously okay people saying horrible things and being called out because of that the amount of male comedians that are called being called out for being garbage humans by female their female counterparts is crazy it's good it's horrible that these things happen there's a lot of abuse going on emotional and sexual but like the female comedians are being super brave and just stepping forward and saying, this man did this to me. It was awful, made me feel terrible. And he made me do it because, or I felt like he made me feel like I had to do it in order to get this gig. So right. the way people are feeling at the moment is that this is an opportunity to rebuild entertainment industry, especially on like the, the indie to like mid-level area, where which is just like, relentless gigging like you've we've got to change the industry and there there is uh action taking place to make that happen which is a good thing come from a horrible thing so god the virus is a godsend in many ways um <laughs> don't quote me on that for the hey, love of god maybe oh yeah of course you don't want to make god sound like the sort of person that would send plagues 
yeah, if only someone wrote books about that. That is going to be a positive thing, and I hope that we are able to rebuild the um, the comedy industry. And I say that as a cis white male, knowing that our show will not be included in the things that are raised when we rebuild this industry in a fair way. It will be women, it will be people of colour, it will be different voices that are raised. And frankly, I'm fine with that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm sick of white dudes. So I hope that there will be a similar thing within the music industry. Again, I realise I will... I, I won't... Victim is the wrong word, but there will be other artists raised above me. And I'm fine with that because it needs to happen because we need equal representation in entertainment as well as politics, as well as everything we do. So that... I hope that we can do away with all of the gross dudes. I hope all the gross dudes get called out. If they do happen to be any gross women, I hope they're called out as well. But I bet it's mostly men. Fuck um, you, gross people. Stop being gross. I don't get it. Um, so that's possibly cool. Um, shall I do the <laughs> self-plug or shall I do the other bit of good news? Doesn't matter. Collabavirus is a word that's hard to say. It's a portmanteau of collaboration and coronavirus. Um, I have been involved in making a charity album alongside Mango Flush, alongside Theo Sayers, alongside Jay Plent, who has previously been on the podcast. Um, We've been working together to write music. We have a 10-track album and we are releasing it on uh, this coming Friday, which is the 26th. I'm going to assume I know what next Friday is. Uh, yes, yes. So if you're, if you're watching the live stream, it's on pre-release now. So you can go to collabavirus.bandcamp.com. You can't listen to the music, but you can make a donation to the charity in advance. I'll tell you about the charity in a second and then you'll get it when it releases. If you're listening to the podcast, the album will be out now. You can go get it. Um, Collabavirus.bandcamp.com. Oh, God, let's try and spell it. C-O-L-L-A-B-A-V-I-R-U-S dot B-A-N-D-C-A-M-P dot com. Olympias Music Foundation. Uh, It's a charity that provides music making opportunities to people who otherwise can't afford them jay has put this whole thing together himself he's done an awful lot of work there the the tracks were basically written i think there's quite a few of us aside from the ones i've mentioned and some of us we just uploaded samples and stems of unreleased music just bits we've been working on over the years just uploaded them to a file on google drive some of us wrote music especially for it And then the idea was that other people would take the music, they would remix it or they would add vocals, they would change stuff and then upload it and then it would go back and forth. So there's, um, I think there's a piece where I wrote a bass line and it's got my bass line in it. There's another piece where I wrote most of a song and featured someone else's samples. And then that got reworked massively by Jay and his partner, who's a vocalist. and then sent it back to me for the final mix. There's one which is almost entirely me, but then has a percussion sample from someone else. So it's it's a real mix. Um, Collabavirus.bandcamp.com. You can go help out now. You can look up Olympias Music Foundation if you want to know about where your money's going. If you like music, the money is going towards music. So what's not to like? 
Um, my last piece of good news. Uh, Stephen Fry. Yes, Stephen Fry has discovered Muse and is rather fond of Muse. The, Muse the band, Muse not the Muse the concept. Not, I think he's aware of like the Muses, the concept of like the demigods from um, the ancient Romans and uh, Greeks. But yeah, no, the band. The, the band. Um, he, okay. He tweeted, it was either yesterday or the day before, golly, Muse are rather good, aren't they? Question mark. End quote. Um, which is nice. How very Stephen Fry. How very Stephen Fry. I wanted to ask you if there's any bands that you have like been completely late to the party on is there any bands that like years later you go oh yeah my friends like this back in the day actually it's pretty good they're all dead now so i can't see them live because i definitely uh, not have. to the point of not not to the point of death okay um my chemical romance right when they came out of, i was at school and my girlfriend was a year or I think a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would hang out with her and her friends and they were what you would call the emos. I mm. grew up and it was Greb yes. slash goth. Um, I mean, those are three were... very disparate things, but like you try telling that to someone when you're just wearing a trench coat. Yeah. Well, I, I was. I started off uh, Grebo or Greb, yeah. whatever. Same. Um, and then went down the goth route. Mm. Um, and then there were the emos who they just started, just started. I mean, us Grebs were... looked down on the emos, didn't we? <laughs> there was a hierarchy there. Yeah, and like we just didn't want anything to do with the goths. <laughs> That's how I remember yeah. it. So yeah, they were they were all her and her mates were all very very into my chemical romance, and I think it was one of those things just because it was everywhere and I heard them all the time. I was I was sick of them as a topic. Yes, totally. So I so I never really listened to them. Years later, I can't say that I love all their stuff. I can't say that I've listened to all their stuff. But I'm not okay. Welcome to the Black Parade. I really like those songs now. Okay, interesting. And it was probably not... It was probably around the time that they split up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I started getting into them. And I think it was... I believe it was this weekend. Or possibly the weekend just gone where they were meant to be doing gigs again the big reunion thing yeah the big reunion thing yeah, is yeah. with um was it wheatus and fallout boy i th- i think so like th- unfortunately these are bands that i do not care for and have not at any point cared for so like it was nice to see friends being excited that like their favorite band was back but i was like exactly i i wish that when i saw acdc they didn't look quite so tired as they did but um <laughs> <laughs> I can't all have what they want. At least I got to see Malcolm Young when he was alive. That was dope. My relationship with music is weird. And when I was uh, a teenager, I I, I, w- I was into like ACDC, Zeppelin, Motley Crue, etc., etc., Def Leppard. Um, that middle one was etc., etc. And then I wanted to say Def Leppard. There wasn't a band called... There probably is a band called etc., etc. But I feel More like I'm focusing likely. on that now. Um so I I had like a weird combative relationship with music in general. I, I wanted to be adversarial and I liked bands that basically didn't exist anymore or like weren't popular anymore. Um, and I liked them almost for that purpose. So I, I wouldn't even give My Chemical Romance or Fallout Boy a chance because they were popular. Um, I wanted to find my own music and be into my own music. 
Um, and the result of that is I've got to pay a crap load of money if I want to see these bands live, which I did. Um, Christ, Def Leppard are really good live, i got to say. I mean, that was 10 years yeah. ago, but Def Leppard are a bloody good show. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, so so that's kind Sound of... Sound more British. I literally can't. Um, oh, Def Leppard, bloody good show. Bloody good, jolly good. <laughs> um, damn good, bloody good, bloody good show. Damn good, bloody good. So even when it comes to like old, older rock bands that I, I, I had friends who were like similarly into older rock music and didn't like the current stuff, but they would always be really forceful with oh, you've got to listen to Jimi Hendrix. You've got to listen to The Clash. And I was like, please stop telling me what I need to do. Exactly. I, If you tell me to do this, I'm going to not do it. Um, so because of that, I've never given Jimi Hendrix a real chance. I've never given The Clash a real chance. Um, Queen, I think you've said as well. Queen, Queen is a little different because you'll have dude bros screaming Bohemian Rhapsody on the train after a football match. And that's the main reason I don't like Queen is because it's accessible to all people and it shouldn't be. <laughs> you, you, you've got to be an intellectual to like rock music is what I'm saying. Um, I kind of see where you're coming from with that, yeah. And it's... So I've always been into like, I want to seek out stuff and I want to be like a bit of a hipster in that way and I know that's not okay, but that's just how I feel about it. Um the band that like sticks out in my mind are the darkness because they were a rock band of the yes. ilk of Motley Crue, ACDC, etc. And they were around when I was, um, they, they were gigging and they were going when I was into rock music. But I thought that because they were writing fun, quirky, um, intentionally, a little bit silly music i thought how dare they make fun of rock music how dare they and this is the same guy that liked spinal tap so like i don't know what was going yeah. on in my brain loved spinal tap but i think because that was older i was like oh well they're allowed to because that existed that's, at the same time as yeah it has authority because it's older um but the darkness i really had a problem with and what two things happened I, I i still i don't love the darkness but i get it now i understand why they exist and i understand their popularity and i wish i would have given them more of a chance um two things happened i saw um my favorite band of all time thin lizzy i saw them live at the coin exchange obviously phil in it been dead for a while but uh chap called john sykes who is like top five greatest guitarists in my head he was singing and playing guitar so it was a dope cool. gig in support of thin lizzy were a band called stone gods do you know stone gods i do not know stone gods no. stone gods are the darkness but without the singer so you take justin hawkins and you put him over okay. there in the justin hawkins solo album which was terrible holy shit stone gods are fucking good man like really dope they i don't think they recorded an awful lot of stuff but really really good so i because i i was in a, a good headspace of being at a thin lizzy gig 
um, when I saw a an amp case with the Darkness's logo sprayed on it, I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. Um, <laughs> but I, I was open-minded at that point because I was in a good place. And then Stone Gods were awesome, played really well, great live show. Um, so that made me go, oh, well, maybe my problem with the Darkness is literally Justin Hawkins because he's shrieky and he's a bit silly and he, he's camp, but I don't really get that because... I don't understand what masculinity is because I'm all full of hormones. Um, <laughs> which I think is fair enough. Um, the second thing that happened was when I was at music college, we had a guest lecture from Dan Hawkins, guitarist of The Darkness and Stone Gods. And he his whole thing, really, really fun lecture. It was just him very awkwardly staring at his shoes and talking for a couple hours and taking questions. But it was cool. And he, he was basically saying that, like, they were just chaps having a laugh. That's all the darkness ever was. It was them playing big old rock riffs inspired by the same bands that I was inspired by, but they were just having fun with the lyrics and not taking it seriously. And it was a bit of a jape and like, oh, that yeah, they recorded... I've told this story on the podcast before, definitely, but like their, um, their Christmas single happened because Dan Hawkins was drunk at a... Um, like a record executive party and accidentally yeah. agreed to do one to, as in to, to make a Christmas single <laughs> and he wrote it on the bus to the studio to record the single and just stuff like that I was like oh I get it you're just having fun maybe music should just be fun <laughs> and it took me that long to realise that to music realize... was supposed to be fun because I'm an idiot and I could have liked the darkness this whole time. But it was all caught up in my, no, rock music is sacred. How dare you make fun of rock music thing. Um, Spinal Tap's a good movie. It's got uh, Saul Goodman's brother in it. It's called This Is Spinal Tap. This Is Spinal Tap. This Is Spinal Tap. It's where Turn It Up To Eleven comes from. Yep. I can't, yeah. Um, I agree with Emmy. That's, I've not seen it, but I know. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, I've shit, seen. I've seen dude. clips. Okay, you're in lockdown. Watch Spinal Tap. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, Uma Hewer's point, you cannot conspire Spinal Tap to the darkness. Y- yeah. I mean, you can, because we just did, but I guess, <laughs> I guess what you... I get what you I, mean. Yeah, yeah, they, they are different things. I think... I think li- they're the same in that they're kind of having fun with the genre of rock music, but I think because... Spinal Tap were taking the real silly bits, like the whole Stonehenge idea, based on stuff that actually happened, and like the elements that even if you're into rock music, you can't help, you can't deny that that is just a little bit silly. Whereas The Darkness were just having fun. Uh, that that was the the thing that kind of created confusion mm-hmm. in my head. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that was a that was a lot. Uh, there's some good news in there. I feel like it, yeah. It, I hope we made you feel things, even if those things yeah. aren't necessarily positive. Because let's hope that, that you've at least seen some of the positivity in the world. Yeah. Amongst all the awful, horrible shit that's going on. Yeah. Thank you for listening to and presumably enjoying the Conversation Hat podcast. Um, I would be immensely appreciative if you'd leave us a positive review on wherever you are listening believe it or not that helps us out an awful lot the other things that help us out are buying our merch supporting us on patreon and telling your mates Um, give us money tell your friends 
Yep. Give All us money, tell your friends. The live streams happen once a month if you're listening to the podcast. That means you've missed it by a week. But it means that you only have uh, two or three weeks until the next live stream on twitch.tv forward slash Convey Hat Podcast or on YouTube. You've just got to search Conversation Hat Podcast and it will be the thing with the pink logo and the pink background. And yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at LT Guitarist. Ben, where can people find you? Well, I was going to say that I put out a TikTok thingy just <gasps> you before did. this. You we bloody started did as this. well. And I've got one view. Yay. Uh, so they... what you can do is find me at Spike Pearson, S-P-I-K-E-P-I-E-R-S-O-N, on TikTok and see if I can get any more than the three followers I have. I swear you to God. You can also find... You can find me on Instagram with the same thing. I sometimes put funny shit on there. If ben, I don't do Twitter anymore because I got bored of it. If Ben goes viral on um, TikTok, I'm going to be so happy. Cause like, yeah, Liam's surprised that I'm not already, but I've only got like six things on there. My headphones are blue. I'm wearing my headphones. I'm singing to you. Blue headphones. Yeah, and you can go and watch that whole thing on TikTok right now. You can see the little dance as well. It's it's so go go and enjoy. Make Liam's dream of me being famous come true. Look, man, I'm an enabler. I just I just want other people to be successful. (laughs) Yeah, and I appreciate that because I want to be successful as well. Yeah, (laughs) that would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you can rate and review and tell friends and buy merch and all of that stuff. Um, you know what? You're a grown-up. You can Google it. I'm not. I'm not here to imagine the day when you can click on links through uh, audio. Won't ever be a thing. But that would. Be I don't nice. think it will be. Oh, who knows? Anyway. They're doing weird things with Googles these days. Anyway, that was the podcast. And that was the Conversation Hat Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Have, Kisses. An, have an advert where we say exactly the same things. Thank you for listening to and presumably enjoying the Conversation Hat Podcast. We've chosen to put this, the only advert, at the very end of the show because we wanted to specifically target the people who enjoy the Conversation App podcast the most. And the fact that you're still listening, even though the episode has actually finished, well, that leads me to believe that you're exactly the people I want to talk to. The Conversation App podcast, and indeed everything we do here at Odd Creative, is an entirely independent operation. So please bear in mind that even though we don't get paid for doing these episodes, that doesn't mean they're not work. So we're asking you, our most dedicated listeners, to consider what you think this show is worth. If it's worth around one American dollar, which, I mean, it is at least worth that, then do consider subscribing to our Patreon. A Patreon subscription to the Conversation Hat podcast is a monthly recurring payment of pretty much however much you want to send us. For one dollar or more every month, you get early access to our recorded episodes you also get access to an additional patrons only mini podcast so something that only people who subscribe to our patreon will be able to hear which is really exciting for us because it means that we can be really super gross and only our most dedicated listeners will ever hear it that's kind of fun so if that sounds interesting to you please go to patreon.com forward slash conversation and see what else we have on offer thank you for your time